I'm your host, Anthony, and we're back after a week absence, mostly because my bird died and I didn't want to do a show. So, but we are back and it's changing our clocks back and it's dark, but we are here to bring you enlightenment and happiness and sunshine throughout your workday or whenever you listen to this or whenever you're in the car or, I don't know, masturbating, some, something or the other. Anyhow, God, this sucks when Seder isn't here to fill in for my bad jokes. All right, so going, moving along. I've given up. Moving along to people <laughs> who have been kind enough to put up with my bad jokes. Uh, it's the one and the only. Let's welcome him back. It's the uh, our our brother that we our our, our patrons uh, patriotic saint. It's Brother Seatus. Hey, have a good night. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> You, we need to. Uh, He's got me confused. He's got the little uh, B icon here that always throws me for a loop. So, um, moving on, in no particular order, is uh, the one and only guy that everyone loves to hate. It's Joey from Cocktails and Creep Puffs. You're such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the colorful. It's the amazing. It's the. It sounds like a disease, but he's really VV. It's veritable Virgo. Hey folks, how's it going? And of course, it's the guy that uh, has that sexy picture there with his sexy band. It's Mr. Romo. Romo, you there? Uh, yeah, I am. Romo, hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 can you hear me now? Yes, there you yeah. go. Okay. <laughs> Remember, fist the microphone. Fist the microphone. No, the, the microphone is technically halfway down my throat, oh, so I'm okay. not sure what was going on while you couldn't hear me. Okay. Well, if it's maybe I should take it halfway throat, out. Maybe that, that might be the show. <laughs> 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 All right. And of course, it's the guy from the great state up north. Who's probably enjoying uh, a little bit of snow? It's Mr. Blue Jeans guy, David himself. Hello, and no, actually, no snow. It's actually kind of a nice night. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. All right, well, darn, you're throwing my whole thing off. All right, anyhow. Um, and, and this then, differs from normal Hal. <laughs> Not very much. And then it's uh, yeah, a podcasting uh, fan and someone uh, that uh, brother uh, introduced me. Please welcome podcast listener Mike. Into the Hi. Array. Hello, Mike. Tell us about yourself real quick. Um, I listen to podcasts, and I like them, and I'm gay. Yay? Yay! Show- <laughs> You'll fit in just fine here. <laughs> what shows do you listen to, Mike? Um, you guys, of Don't course. That question. Um, obviously, no, it's a good question because I understand if he has taste or, an, or a valid opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of Christina's minions. Does that really not say it all there? Oh, okay, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mike in Portland, number four. Oh, uh, I have no idea what, what's that reference in reference. She numbers to? you. Uh, yeah, they have. They number their minions. 
Who's the minions? Who's minions? uh, Greetings from Nowhere, which is the 2011 Podcast Award winner for Best General Podcast. Oh, well, there you go. Joey, you've memorized the the whole thing. Most general (laughs) podcast. What do you mean I memorize it? They're my sister podcast. I push for them like nobody's tomorrow. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Well, hey, you can promote them for this show for this time. You can screw that cocktails and cream puffs bullshit. Wow. <laughs> you know what's amazing is Ashanti No Lemon is still listed as one of the top shows, top picks on LGBT on iTunes. They haven't put out a show in like a year. Yeah, no. You try getting a bunch of goofballs into a room in person. Oh, wait a minute, you do. <laughs> Wait, you're in New York. You can just jump on a train. We actually have to drive places. So do we. It's Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All kidding aside, we got, we're already running behind schedule, so let's jump right into the news, and the Romo starts us off here. Okay. Romo, come on, man. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Okay. Fresh me. I'll get there. Okay. Darren Hayes. I don't want to be a poster child for gay rights. Uh, former Savage Garden singer Darren Hayes says he does not want to be pigeonholed as a gay artist. The 39-year-old musician who came out five years ago told news.com.au, I don't want to be gay or a straight artist. I don't make gay records. I make records. I don't want to feel like I have to be a poster child for anything other than being a great artist. I don't take that on board as being my responsibility as a gay man because I think it's really limiting. Hayes, who had a civil partnership in 2006, said he was inspired by Michael Jackson as a child. Uh, he explained, for me as a kid growing up, I was gay and I didn't even realize it, I, let alone I accepted. Um, I was told I was gay before I could even imagine it. I was incredibly bullied, ferociously bullied as a child. Wow, he I, sure but, changed a lot from the day Savage Garden days. Holy crap. <laughs> I never hate yeah, he's like all like got a beard and like everything. Not at all from uh, Ali Truthly Dealy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. knew I love you when I wanted you. <laughs> something, something singing really high. <laughs> so, yeah, wow. Um, so, what do we think about this? Well, I mean, I, I can understand to a point where, because, I mean, you know. It's something that you didn't sign up for, so if, if your life goes to, to hell in a handbasket, you're like, oh, wow, I was the, I was the poster child, so you know everybody's going to be looking up to me, but I don't want to be looked up to because I'm not perfect. So who wants that? Who wants that, yeah. that weight have, on it? Here's two things. Number one, um, I understand the concept of somebody telling you you're gay before you figure that out. I've always thought it would be interesting to do some kind of study in a controlled environment where you can see if that actually imp- uh, makes people push towards the gay lifestyle, if they're effeminate as a child and they're told that they're gay. It's already been done. Barbara Streisand's son. <laughs> <laughs> or is my son gay at? And the, uh, and the, other, the other side of that, though, is, look, when you're going to become a celebrity of any way, shape, or form, um, it just kind of works out that way. Don't say, oh, I don't think I'm a role model because I hate when sports yeah. players, you know, like rape a hooker and then like run somebody over while they're on coke and then say, I don't want to be a role model. <laughs> well, you know what? When you take the paycheck and when you go into the eye of, of the public, you're automatically a role model whether you like it or not. If you want people to buy your product, which is for him is music, you are in some way, shape or form a role model. Yeah. Yeah. Right, but I think a role model, too, is different than being a poster child. I mean, is there a distinction there? 
I think there is. Well, just but that. Define poster child, though. What does that mean? What what kind of term is that? What are what what makes him different from being a role model to a poster child? To me, uh, the difference between role model and poster child is somebody that you put up on that pedestal, somebody mm-hmm. that stands above the other role models. The example, Lady Gaga, somebody like that, somebody who clearly puts themselves out there and says, "Look at me. Look at right. look at this person," sort of thing. I think well, when I, your name's I, on an album, you're right out there too, huh? <laughs> yeah. His thing, I think his thing is like, okay, let's say that, um, like Ben Cohen, who's the poster child for uh, gay sports, since you know, gay athletes, and standing here for that. You know, if he has to be, like, if anybody told me that, hey, I need to stand up for something and some mis- injustice in the gay community, I don't want my face attached to it. Yeah. I so mean, I mean. So, I mean, I don't know if there's a difference, but... Well, a poster child is, according to the you know, Merriam-Webster's Dictionary, is a, pr- a person having a public image that is identified with something as a cause. So, you know, maybe, maybe that's, uh, you know, maybe it isn't really that different from a uh, role model. I'm trying to find the thesaurus here to see if there's a difference. Well, if you think about it, it's like, I don't know if this was the original use of poster child, but the MDA poster child every year for the muscular dystrophy telethon there's always that one child who's supposed to represent every single child every single one of jerry's kids as they were called who Mm -hmm. has form of neuromuscular disease so it's like you see darren hayes in this this context you're supposed to think gay rights or the struggle for gay rights um kind of like ryan white would have been you know the earliest Mm -hmm. uh symbol of a child who you know who got aids um through but something th- of sexual contact something that was not his quote-unquote fault right but yeah. then by that standard you're saying that a poster child is is a title that's thrust upon you without your consent well no in this case i mean a poster <laughs> child there is consent involved because the parents have to sign off on it and the child has to sit there for the photograph yeah, but don't you think of Matthew Shepard as a poster child for uh, gay violence? Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I don't think he signed anything. Do we have the same issue with Neil Patrick Harris? I'm sorry, go ahead. He couldn't sign anything. He's dead. Right. <laughs> so, but I think the, the Shepherds basically... Um, they didn't fight the idea of yeah. man becoming the symbol well, for what can happen as a result of anti-gay violence. Well, not only didn't they fight it, but they started an organization that kind of made him. Exactly. Right. Right. So you, it's kind you of, sort of sign on you know, to Hater it took somehow. Son. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you see, you see Matthew Shepard. You see how little he was, and it's like, okay, hatred took this beautiful. A uh, rather small, meek young man out of the world. You know, this is what all, all this anti-gay hatred, all this hate speech, resulted in. So it's yeah. kind of like you see, you see him. You may, you know, you make that connection immediately. Um, excuse me. You know, Matthew Shepard might have gone on to be, you know, a nobody had had, you know, the events not happened. But because of everything that happened, 
he instantly became a symbol for, again, well, you know, what can happen when speech uh, is carried out, you know, when thoughts of violence, when words of violence or whatever actually come to fruition. Well, so, yeah. did we go through the same thing, though, where Neil Patrick Harris was exactly all out in front until they sort of thrusted him out to say, you know, you need to be like a, a gay spokesperson and whatnot. Then all of a sudden he started doing all these gay things. Yes, no? Does anybody remember that? No. All right. I don't know. Supposedly it was a big to-do where, what was that guy from uh, Grey's Anatomy got the standing ovation and he came out, Neil Patrick Harris came out and said something like, oh, will you stand yeah, up? Yeah, but Go ahead. Neil Patrick Harris has been out. The guy from Grey's Anatomy yeah. was such a douche about it that I just wish he would <laughs> jump back in the closet. I mean, he was just a douchebag. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> TJ, was it? Is that his yeah, name? TJ. Yes, yeah, TJ Knight. Like what so, a douche. So let me just step in there for a second and say that now role model is a person whose behavior in a particular role is, intimid- is, is Im- um, imitated by others. So I think there is a distinction. Um, you know, you're identified with a cause, as in gay yeah. rights. And then a role model is, you know, you are a musician and a singer. Um, not making music that is that is branded either gay or straight. And I think that you know, I don't want to speak for Mr. Hayes, but um, he'd probably be more comfortable as a role model, as a singer, as a as a professional artist, and so speak, so to speak. It could know? just be that he's just he doesn't want to get involved with the whole thing. He's just being right. he's just being lazy. I mean, yeah. there's Well, a, well, yeah. and I th- and I and I think everybody has a right to determine what what level they want to be associated with anything. I mean, look at look at Zachary Quinto recently. You know, coming out and. Now his career has been thrust out into I mean I mean his life has been thrust out into the limelight and he will forever be not only associated with the role of Spock in the reboot of Star Trek, but now as being a gay actor as well. Yeah, but you know, that's another weird ass one because mm-hmm. everybody knew he was gay. I didn't he know he was gay. I <laughs> Oh, I thought it was very public knowledge. He never officiated, but like I still don't understand because we had that suicide here. And uh-huh. so many people have been touched by it. It's like he's like, I came out because mm-hmm. of this kid, and I just, I guess I just don't understand like how that triggers somebody to come out. I don't know. Um, and I mean, and he may have needed a springboard, and that's the most recent thing to latch on to. But for whatever his reasons were, you know, he felt it was the time, the right time to do it. What yeah. I mean, just What's, the only thing I have to say is just I think that if you're out as a gay anything and you do take the limelight in some way with the struggle that's going on right now for you know gay rights and everything you kind of are electing in some way that you're somehow championing that cause you don't necessarily have to become a poster child for it but Mm -hmm. you should at least you know be vocal about it in some shape or some way, shape or form. Right. And, I, I, and, I, and I, you know, I think some people have taken these celebrities to task because they either haven't spoken out enough or they're, you know, whatever the case may be. But, you know, let's face it, they also have to be mindful of the impact yeah. on their careers, too. Um, Hollywood is not exactly the most, uh, you know, friendly environment sometimes. Sure. You know, as an actor, it's very funny. When I came up to my father when I was young, and mind you, I'm a stage actor, he's like, oh, you can't do that. It's going to ruin your career. 
I'm in musicals. I'm okay. <laughs> Don't you worry about me. All right. Well, that being said, uh, we could talk about this particular thing all day, but we're not, we have many other stories to get to in very limited yes, time. Yes, we need to talk about yeah. Guam and why they're not allowing kids to eat chestnuts because it may make them gay. <laughs> something far more important. Time to beat the next dead horse. Come on. All right. On to the next story, Mike, if you would, please. This is actually someone sure. really near me. So, Ohio, gay student assaulted by bully attack caught on cell phone. This week, a 15-year-old teenager was severely beaten in his high school classroom for being gay. The attack occurred at Union Scioto? Scioto. <laughs> That's okay. No outsider can pronounce stuff in down here. Chillicothe, Ohio? Chillicothe, Ohio. Okay. <laughs> and was caught on camera's fellow class members watched one team wait for the victim to enter the room, push him to the ground, and continually punch him in the face. Two he days prior that. to the attack, <laughs> the perpetrator harassed the victim via Facebook regarding his sexual orientation. The victim has suffered a possible concussion and dental damage. The attacker was suspended for school from school for just three days. Union Scioto has no policy in place that specifically protects students from being bullied or attacked based on sexual orientation or gender identity. The Union Scioto local school district does have a policy that prohibits harassment based on sex, race, color, national origin, religion, disability, among others, but it does not specifically protect against harassment based on sexual orientation or gender identity. So this was interesting because this was something I was actually talking about in our lunchroom at work where they were just, mm. these ladies are just like, how could kids do something like this? What is just, what is, how can a kid just be so evil to just go and beat another kid in the face? And thus I pose the question to you guys now. Kids learn from their parents. So you're That's, saying it's probably it, it's probably a reflection of the parenting. I, oh, yeah. I mean, there's obviously plenty of other factors and everything. At least but, one parent. At least one parent. Because yeah. sometimes, you know, there's, there's a normal parent and a crazy parent. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, number one is kids learn from their parents, definitely. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> Because literally these ladies are just like, oh, how can kid, kids do that? How can kids just stand by? And I'm just like, there's some messed up kids yeah. to begin with. And they're mostly because their parents are messed up. And that just propagates down to them. Well, and then on top of that, especially in high school, a perfect example is Lord of the Flies. You have that people learning to be on their own mentality sort of thing that just sort of causes people to develop those clicks and stuff and things uh, just just i mean they were they were trying to we were trying to sit around they were trying to figure out why the other kids didn't stop them and i was like well when i was a scrawny ass kid back in high school i didn't <laughs> want to get hurt either so um yeah. i mean it was just i mean kids are first of all there are some kids that are just messed up in general because their parents are messed up in general so that's problem number one um problem number two is you don't have enough police force the security force to ever protect every kid every time throughout the entire school as much as we would like to and third is that teachers don't have the power to enforce control the classroom anymore because they can't they can't discipline kids because they're afraid of lawsuits and whatnot so um so yeah you combine all those things together and yeah you're going to get some kid that basically just doesn't care and decides to beat somebody up simply because he hates them yeah or he really likes him 
<laughs> that could be the case too, Joe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> could be. All right. Any other thoughts? All right, moving on. David, if you would, please. Okay, and related to that, uh, Michigan Senate legalizes anti-gay bullying. Michigan State Senate has passed an anti-bullying law which contains a GOP-mandated exemption for bullying which has a religious or moral basis, and that has infuriated the father of the dead child for whom the bill is named. Matt's safe school law passed 26 to 11 with all Democrats voting against it. This bill is named for Matt Epling, an East Lansing 14-year-old who committed suicide after being bullied by classmates in 2002. The law includes a section noting it doesn't abridge First Amendment free speech rights or prohibit expression of religious or moral viewpoints, a provision Democrats fear could be used to justify harassment of gay, lesbian, or transgendered students, about by students. Um, I'm ashamed that this could be a mission. This could be Michigan's bill on anti-bullying when, in fact, it is a bullying is okay in Michigan law. Kevin Epling, Matt's father, whose letter was read by Senator Glenn Anderson during Wednesday's Wednesday's session. You know, Joe, my God, can't write for shit. (laughs) Uh, So what's going on up there? He's pretty. What's going on up there in Michigan, David? What's going on there is we have an election next year. Yeah. This always, I don't care what state you're talking about, when you start getting within 14 to 15 months of a nas- of a, an election, your, your legislators start passing the stupidest bills, and they start yeah. putting the stupidest resolutions in, and anything they can do to kowtow to the religious right, they're going to do it. Um, and it really doesn't shock me too much, because... Uh, a major force in the state is on the west side of the state. Uh, the Dutch Reformed Church has a rather huge following. Um, and typically they, well, between them and the more conservative wing of the Catholic Church, or at least the more conservative diocese, has a pretty good amount of, of um, influence in the state. So, yeah, you get this thing where they want to say, okay, you can't do this, but if you can... Uh, Somehow say that you're expressing your religious views. Well, that's okay. You know, it's it's okay for me to go out and make the sign of the cross and then beat the shit out of this kid uh, with my fist as soon as I'm done doing it, and just make sure I you know cross myself again afterwards. Yeah, um, it's pretty important. I'll, I'll tell you, I listened to the um, I listened to the response from that uh, Senator Gretchen. Uh, is it Whitmer? And mm-hmm. it's a very powerful. Um, message that she's saying. Uh, when I saw it, she was off camera, I believe, and there was just a, it was like a static image of the Senate floor. Um, but it was, she was like really emotionally charged, and you could tell she was furious about the way the bill passed. Um, yeah, it was it was interesting to listen to. Yeah, see, the problem we have in the state is we have a Democrat, we have a Republican-controlled House, Senate, and the governor. So pretty much anything the Republican Party has wanted, they've gotten so right. far. And Michigan's usually a very blue state, though, isn't it? Um, we have been a blue state nationally for the most part. But in the last election, though, um, the, uh, the Republican beat out the Democrat like two to one. Um, it was 
It was well. There was a lot of money coming in from the Koch brothers and other outside influences. Oh well, yeah. And he, you know, it was the the uh, yeah the one tough nerd. Well, the only thing he's been tough on so far is anybody but biz, big business. I mean, this is the guy who basically bankrupted uh, Gateway Computer, and now he's running the state. What does that tell you? Yeah, the state's going to probably mm-hmm. be bankrupt as well shortly. And there's a uh, lot of and there's a lot of money problems uh, going on in the different townships, uh, isn't there? I mean, different ta- yeah, yeah uh, d- different townships being taken over by special financial managers and such. Yeah, well, yeah, the town of Benton Harbor right now is basically a monarchy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, they what they this was something that passed not long after the governor came into office. Um, they've always had an emergency financial manager who can go into a town if necessary. Like right. if they cannot balance their budget, yep. uh, they go in and they have the power to basically do whatever it takes to get the books back in balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, this plant went under one for a little bit. Um, and there's talk that it may happen again. Well, they strengthen the law to the point that one person can go in and basically set aside any decision enacted by that town's uh, legislative body. Right. Uh, they can override the mayor. They can they actually decharter the city. Yeah. Pretty much takes the authority away from any of the elected officials. Hey, absolutely. I mean, yeah. and, the, yeah. and, the, and the electorate has absolutely no say in this matter. Right. I, re- I read somewhere where they can they can break contracts. We union. covered it three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right I know that. Show. I, I don't know if I don't know, I don't know about yeah I don't know about all the states, but I know that like even in um, I know Massachusetts at one time took over. I think it was the city of Springfield because it was bankrupt. Yeah, yeah. It's so, something that's always been in there, but it just it got it, it got really to the point of. I mean, there there's even there's there is actually a constitutional challenge. Um, Starting in in the state court system right now, mm-hmm. uh, in the city of Benton Harbor, because um, the other big one thing thing they're trying to do right now, and Rachel Maddow talked about this, is there's a, a like a beachfront property that's mm-hmm. been set aside for the people of Benton Harbor since like the turn of the last century, I think it was, pretty close to it, and it's very very valuable real estate that. Uh, there's been plans forever to try to put a subdivision, golf course, all this kind of things on it. It's almost a done deal at this point that it's going to happen. That it's going to basically just be taken away from the people of Benton Harbor and turned over to the real estate de- developers by this emergency financial man- manager. Well, David, they can do. David, you need to start running for office so you can start cleaning things up up there. Well, some people need to get behind me and pay me for it then. Okay. Well, speaking of pain, hey, great segue. Speaking of pain, we actually had our first donation of the show, and I would like to thank Mr. Randy McCoy for donating to This Week in Gay. He also asked if that offer for the free naked pictures was still available, to which I actually have to go find the pictures of me. And I'm, I'm, because I haven't had any for three years because I've been in a relationship. So, Randy, if I have any, I'll send them to you if you want. You have an, you have an iPhone, for God's sake. <laughs> Joey, God, you're such a cock we have, st- we have standards around here, damn it. If you said you're going to do it, do it. <laughs> I will do it. I just have to find something. I got nervous for a second. I thought, did I have to? <laughs> 
<laughs> so thank you, sir. I really appreciate it. And if everybody donated as much as he did every month, not only could I retire from my current job, but I could pay these guys. So thank you very much. That will go to the server fund that was just paid for at the beginning of this month. Moving well, on to the one. next story. Joey, if you would, please. California Assemblywoman comes out. Now, as all of you are looking, the rest of us who are on the panel can see her picture. Okay, I'm going to teach you a secret. Lesbians have thin lips. <laughs> so if you look, it was pretty obvious to me because the, 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 the acid in the vagina wore away the top lip like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> California Assemblywoman Kathleen Gelagani? Uh, Gale, Gale, yeah has come out as a lesbian, making her the eighth openly gay member of the state legislature. I was going to say, wow, they have a lot, but I mean, it's California. <laughs> uh, let's see. She said that by coming out now, she hopes to send a positive message to young people who are struggling to come to terms with their sexual identity. It sickens me that young people would think about taking their own lives because of who they are. Uh, she's 47 and said it was not until well into the adulthood after she was elected to represent the 17th Assembly District in 2006 that she knew she was gay. All right, I don't buy that. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe maybe I do because lesbians, can they're, they amaze me sometimes. They can just decide at any moment, boom. So that's it. <laughs> she's got a point there. I've known several yeah. like that. And here's the magic, magic part about her coming out because, you know, she did it for the children. Um, she will be term limited out of running for office next year. Oh, no, I'm sorry. So she's running for state senate then. Yeah. Okay, never mind. I thought, <laughs> okay, it's like end of the road. <laughs> That's like Obama on the last day going, I'm from Kenya, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Which would throw us into a constitutional crisis. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, heck, let's let's why not add another shrimp onto the Barbie? So that just blow, that would just get all the tea party people's heads to explode at that point. <laughs> I don't even know what we would do. I don't know if that undoes every legislation that was signed. I mean, oh god. Oh, I'm sure he's from Hawaii. No, because basically they when they found when they actually went back and actually counted Florida's ballots, Bush lost. Yeah. So he did not get the presidency, but because it was already certified by Congress. He was the president constitutionally. So, yeah, but I thought because Obama, because Obama then wouldn't qualify to ever hold the title. Doesn't matter. Oh, he okay. Was, well, he was certified by the Electoral College. All right, just got to get yourself in, then I guess. There you go. Yeah, just blame answer. those. Just blame those old white men in the Electoral College. I think there's something in the Constitution that the president can come in and change everything that had been done in the previous president's last. Oh, year, the president, like guys, how many times? Yeah, but there, there's like a there's a very small time yeah, period, like thirty days or something like that. So that's sort of like I think the, it's less than that. How many yeah. times I have to tell you the world is run by four people in the basement of the White House? Okay, <laughs> it's the the president is just a puppet. Okay, right. Uh, and then when the aliens come with their stargate to take us all away, <laughs> please, when is I, that going to happen? <laughs> right? I thought those four people all were already were alien lizards. They are alien lizards. It's, it's okay. the Clintons and the Bush people. They're they're the lizard people. Now let me ask: Is, is Elvis one of the four? Uh, I don't know. I'll have to ask Adam oh, Curry okay. next time I talk to him. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> but all right, moving on. Next story, Romo, if you would please. New Hampshire GOP drops marriage ban bill because repeal bill would be quicker. 
The New Hampshire GOP is dropping their bill to ban same-sex marriages because they don't want to confuse lawmakers with the push to repeal same-sex marriage. Got that? Uh, Senate representative. God knows we don't want to confuse lawmakers. <laughs> Senate Representative uh, David Bates, the Wyndham Republic, who also is sponsor of the repeal bill, told the Associated Press on Tuesday he wants to let the legislator uh, consider repealing the law enacted under Democrats two years ago before debating a constitutional change, a process that would take longer to implement. Hello? Hmm? Was that, Vert? Hmm? Was that uh, brother? Hello? Oh, I, I lost everything for a second. Oh, are no. you here <laughs> now? Yeah. Okay. okay. Were you going to say something? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Moving on, Romo. I'm sorry. The bill to change the meaning of marriage back to what it was in the statute is well on its way, Bates said. Bates said he did not want to risk having lawmakers choosing between two measures, the bill and a constitutional amendment. It would complicate the decision for legislator if there was another alternative out there, he said. The legislative process seems to <laughs> seems the appropriate way to dis- decide the issue, he said. God damn it, what all that he says. <laughs> if a constitutional amendment is used, millions of dollars and out-of-state money would flow into New Hampshire on both sides of the issue. It's okay, Zach. Romo, relax. <laughs> Breathe, my friend. Breathe. No, too many he says. <laughs> like, yeah, well, this is this is the problem when you get bloggers reporting on stories from stories from stories is that yeah. you get a lot of crappy writing, but, hey, it's free. So, so any thoughts on this, gentlemen? Um, I don't know. Yeah. I think it, it's it's just it's it's just political, you know, yeah. political uh, games as usual. Um, it, it, it's not saying that they don't want to repeal the law; they just don't want to confuse the lawmakers. What's the, yeah. the lawmakers are so easily confused. Are they saying well, people? I'll, are they saying people when they say lawmakers? I don't know. Let's see. Drops. Well, let's go. Let me look at the article because I didn't look at it. What did he say? <laughs> He said a lot. <laughs> right. I just want to see what that says, though. Stay I mean, there. what I'm saying, though, is you're either for both of them or you're against both of them. I mean, there aren't that much difference. It's just what their yeah. constitutional amendment and a and a bill. Well, so well, right, right, and that's law. and that's really what it is. It's the bill that's that that was introduced to repeal, correct? Versus a constitutional amendment. So, yeah. and the constitutional amendment has to go out to the people. Exactly. Of course, that's prob- well, that's maybe part of their problem. Right. So it sounds like he's he fav- favoring the sure. favoring the amendment over the bill, or is it the other way around? He's dropping drop- the bill over the over the because the bill could the bill could make things change quicker than actually asking for a constitutional amendment. Right, yeah. but the GOP is dropping the bill. No, they're dropping the amendment. How come it says dropping their bill to ban? I sense. don't care. The marriage ban bill to change the constitution is being dropped because the repeal bill. So what they want to do is repeal it, repeal right. the ability to marriage. They're, so they they want so they want to go the quicker route. Basically, yes, they want exactly. to, see they're confusing so they're us. Never mind, confusing quickest. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, this is the route we'll go first. Well, who was, yeah. who was the guy who said yeah. in the art? They, they, they want a bullet point on one of their commercials. Uh, the, you know, the people, they, they want a bullet point on their, their campaign commercials. Is essentially what it is. 
Yeah. You know, we voted to protect traditional marriage. Right. There you go. Oh, okay. Well, and you know, after Kardashian divorce, they need all the protection they can get. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's who's the one that some of the article that was uh, proclaiming to Joey's theory of the um, military marriages? Was that you, oh. brother? That was me. Yeah. So, uh, Joey, you, your theory might actually have some credibility. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I, I would not be surprised if that's the way they actually go and actually get us our equal rights is through the military marriages and whatnot. So, but anyhow, once again, moving along, moving along, short in time. We, I, I did talk to Wes. He's going to give us a couple minutes after. So, um, Mike, if you would, please. Iran bans grabby soccer players. Iran has banned two members of its professional soccer league for touching other players too passionately after goals. Footage posted online shows Persopolis defender Mohammed Nasrati squeezing teammate Shasis Rizai's bottom. Another video seems to show Rizai squeezing a teammate later in the 3-2 Persepolis victory over Damashkalan. The game was broadcast live to millions. Nasrati and Rizai have said that they did not intend to offend anyone. The two have been banned indefinitely from all football activities for committing immoral acts. AFP news agency quoted Ismail Hassan... Close enough. Zadeh, <laughs> the head of the Iranian Football Federation's Discipline- disciplinary committee, as saying. So, so here's but, here's my question: They have a soccer team. Haven't we bombed them enough yet? Good goodness, goodness! This is Iran, not Iraq. Oh, going to say. Well, well, we yes, can... actually, Iraq does have a soccer team, also. The video, it's like he was most a hug, and he just stopped. I just stopped and grabbed his leg and. Oops. <laughs> yeah, the video is actually pretty amusing. Don't they hold hands over there walking down the street? It's the most confusing culture on the planet. Oh, we're going to hold hands, but we can't grab ass. To hug somebody, and he's like, I, I don't want to get too close because y'all, y'all are yucky. <laughs> I'm going to hug you anyway, but y'all are yucky. It's, it's the, the, the pelvis being so far back. <laughs> most, the most oddest culture over there, I swear to God. So... Anyhow, any other thoughts on that? Mm. No. I think you should be able to grab whatever you want. Exactly. <laughs> well, we have a president that basically says we kill gay people. Oh. What are you going to do other than that's hide? True. That, but that's you right. Remember, no means no. Not, 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 <laughs> no not means we, no, except oh, when it oh. means yes. <laughs> 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 All right, Veritable, tell us about that evil place the big fatty likes to eat at. All right. Now, is this pronounced Chick-fil-A? Is that how it's pronounced? Yes. Yeah. Right, because I've heard like a bazillion different pronunciations of this stuff. I'm eating okay. it right now. What? <laughs> Joey. And we're going to open the trap door under Joey right now. Yeah. Hit trap door bun A now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Chick-fil-A, two million to anti-gay groups. Uh, equal- equality Matters, and that's equalitymatters.org, reports that Chick-fil-A donated almost $2 million to anti-gay groups in 2009. The donations were made through the company's charitable arm, the Windshape Foundation. 
Um, over half the money went to the Marriage and Family Legacy Fund, a group devoted to opposing same-sex marriage. Other groups on Chick-fil-A's gift list are Focus on the Family, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, who don't grab asses or anything like that, <laughs> the, the Family Research Council, and Exodus International. So don't eat there, Joey. I've never even <laughs> been to no, no, I, I do have a problem with that because I will yeah. eat there. I will be, eat there. Why? And be, why? Because you know the premise. It's not like they all of a sudden overnight became this religious organization that decided that it didn't like gays. It's been the yeah. same yeah. since the restaurant opened. No. I understand people want to support groups that are going to support them, but it, it's not like we didn't know. Well, why would you eat I mean, there? So yeah. he can give his money to whoever he wants to. I mean, that's the true Kathy's thing. And being from being in Georgia, he's a Georgia boy. He's a good old boy from down south in in Clayton County, Georgia. Right, right, right. right. You're, well, you're pre- preaching to the choir there, but why would you want to support that place by eating there? Is it that good? I like it oh, when I decide to eat there. But I mean, again, I mean. But I, I mean, they not eat there because I mean it's not like we didn't know. So I mean, but also remember, it's not his money he's donating; it's your money he's donating. Yeah, yeah. So by eating there, you're basically giving your money to stuff that is against your best self-interest. I got my food, and I'm happy. <laughs> uh, I'm, well, that's you know what? That's a decision. I'm Joey, and Joey will probably back me up on this. If I know Joey, that's a decision that everybody has to make on their own behalf. So I know people yeah. who who. Will vehemently never shop at Walmart, and other people, other gay guys, are like screw that. I just want the lowest price. So you I, have two strengths in this world, and the two strengths that you have is your vote, which I know Anthony says it's worth shit. But you have your vote, and you have your wallet, and your wallet is far more powerful. And who has the damn stream on that it's echoing back? <laughs> I was wondering that myself. I noticed that too. Who's got Who's got echo? Not me. I me. Somebody's listening to the stream. I'm not listening to the stream. Um, Either way, your wallet's a very powerful thing, and believe me, that talks more than anything. Absolutely. You know, but and the thing is, any of these companies can be in the pocket of the GOP. Um, you know, it could be Burger King next week. It could be McDonald's, whatever. I'm not. I, 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 wait, 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 wait. I'm not calling the GOP the ones. I mean, I'm sorry. The, the the organizations that he just mentioned are not the GOP. Right, I will no, not I paint that. The, I will not paint them that evilly, even though I'm not a huge fan. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, we're talking the Christian right. Huge difference. Yeah. Well, basically, what it is is the the man who founded Chick Fil A is a very devout Christian to the point that Chick Fil A's are closed on Sundays, mm-hmm. and. Uh, they do put Bible verses on their packaging and everything else. So this is just kind of, it's part of their corporate culture that they that's religious. So they're going to support something that's very conservatively religious. And, and just like um, Anthony and Joy were saying, we have to decide how much we want to support that. Yeah. You know, it, it is uh, kind of disappointing because as, even though it is religious and everything, I know plenty of Christians who are very much, you know, you know, we support gay rights and everything like that. We're not, we're not haters. So it's disappointing in that regard, be, being that it is Christian and everything, but it's not, 
unexpected. Well, there's a difference between normal everyday people and then there's completely asinine douchebags. No. Yeah, there's you you have to make the distinction. Okay, we're running short on time. We got one more story, which brother gets to read, and then we got to wrap this up. So, if you would please. Okay, Axel Askill, who helped push De- uh, Denmark to become the first country to introduce same-sex unions, has died at the age of 96. Mr. Askill and his partner, Egil uh, Axkill, were the first uh, Danes to enter into a civil union in 1989, and in so doing, he became the first couple to enter into a registered union anywhere in the world. Uh, born Axel Lundahlhag Madsen, and Edgekill. Great job on that name. Edgekillson. <laughs> the couple uh, fought to oh, very good. Fought to introduce legislation for gay civil unions, and were the first among eleven couples to tie the knot in October 1, 1989. Now, oh, and by the way, they they formed their surname Askill from their Christian names. Oh. Uh, well. Oh, sweet. Well, that's sad. Sad, but ninety-six. The guy had a wonderful, and he had a wonderful life fighting. Yeah, yeah. that's that's. Yeah, uh, who of us would not not like to go out that way, having yes. a decent amount yeah. of time with their partner? So. Exactly. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> is that you, David? No, it wasn't me. Oh, who no, was that? It sounded me. like Joey. <laughs> I figure it was either Joey or David. So, all right. With that being said, oh, and what, me. what was that, David? It was a little too high pitched to be me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell it was in the background. So, all right. With that being said, this has been another episode of This Week in Gay. I'll go around real quick and give everybody a chance to plug what they want to plug, and then we're going to pass this off to Country Boy Wes on Pride48.com. So, uh, with no particular order of, of my choosing, uh, Romo, tell us about yourself. Uh, y'all can find me here every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Uh, on Pride 48. And you can also follow me on Twitter at PodCubs. And uh, my Facebook's in compromise right now. So, uh, But uh, as soon as I figure that out, y'all can follow me there. Change your password. No, it's a whole new persona. Okay. All right. Uh, Mike, tell us about yourself real quick. I'm Mike. Listen to podcasts. You can find me pretty much anywhere. It's Mike L. Wolf. That's Mike with a Y. Wolf with a U. Um, yeah. Go podcast. Go podcast. Yay. There you go. <laughs> go Yay. podcast. All right. Speaking of podcast, the, the individual that was nominated and maybe, in my opinion, should have won the podcast award, Mr. Cocktails and Cream Puffs himself. Joey, if you would, please. Oh, that's so sweet of you. Um, we are Cocktails and Cream Puffs, or I am Cocktails and Cream Puffs, with my two co-hosts and sometimes Wendy. So please check us out at CocktailsandCreamPuffs.com. Thanks. And please let Wendy know I love her accent. Everybody does. It's so beautiful. Uh, <laughs> Veritable, tell us about yourself, sir. Uh, just VeritableVirgo.net, and I'm on Twitter and Facebook. All right. And there's Mr. Brother Sinatus. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Google Plus, and follow my audio booze. All right. And then last but not least, Mr. David Blue Jeans Guy, if you would please, sir. Yes, host of that Blue Jeans Guy podcast that will soon be returning from its hiatus. 
and uh, you'll get to hear the show from the temporary Blue Jeans Guy Studios. All right. We welcome, we welcome you back. Thank you. Thank you. Great to be back. We got some weird echo going on here. And I'm Anthony from Ashanti Nolan and various other shows that haven't broadcast in a year, as Joey said. But, uh, but you can check this out and This Week in Gay, which is actually making traction. Thank you once again to our donators who have donated to the show. Go check us out at thisweek.com. And you'll be getting your pictures shortly from Anthony. Yes. As soon as I find them, they're in a disc or somewhere. Take a new one. All right. Fine. God. Uh, I gain weight, please. Um, uh, so, so you don't need the whole body. They're looking at one thing. Oh, okay. Well, if you just want that, then yeah. I got tons of those. All right. This All right. is Anthony, and thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time on This Weekend Gay. And stay tuned for Country Bar West on the Pride 48 Network. Bye-bye, folks. Bye. Bye. Good night. Good night.